You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. One more praise. Go ahead and grab a seat. Praise God. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, you know what? You're looking pretty good today. And tell the other neighbor, amen, God's working on you. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> just playing. You can, tell, you can tell me. God's working on me, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to start a, a new uh, series. Uh, uh, it's going to be, I think, around three weeks or so. A uh, uh, new series entitled, The Breath of God. The Breath of God. Uh, if you've been saved long enough, amen, there was an old song that we used to sing, amen. A song that says, breathe on me. Breathe on me. Holy Ghost power, breathe on me. Yesterday's gone, today I'm in need. Holy Ghost power, breathe on. Come on, I mean, remember that song, amen, hallelujah. The old song, amen, but powerful, simple, amen. How many know that that's what's needed in the church today? Come on, uh, for the breath of God to blow on us again, amen. We need, uh, the church needs to ask, God, breathe on me. I don't know about you, but I, I need God's breath upon me. I, I need him to breathe on me on certain situations and times in my walk with God. It's important that we as a church need to focus on the breath of God. In other words, the written word of God, amen. I believe that that it is lost in our society today. It's lost in the church today because the church is asleep. Come on, somebody. Come on, we have too many sleepwalking Christians today. Sleepwalkers are led by their own agenda, their own feelings, their own emotions, and not on God's written word. Come on. The church is asleep because the word of God is not inside of them. Come on. And because when this word is inside of us, when God is breathing inside of us, it causes you and I to live. Come on. It causes us to be alive. It causes us to be still and know that he is God. Come on, somebody. So you got to understand it's important to read. It's important to study. It's important to meditate on the word of God. Amen. The breath of God that keeps us alive, not only physically, but spiritually. Come on, somebody say, God, breathe on me. See, the written word of God keeps us staying alive. How many want to stay alive in this place? Come on. Come on, I'm not talking physically, but spiritually. Come on, we, we need to, there's so many that we're dying, we're coming to church, but we're not spiritually alive. 
Come on, we may be breathing naturally, but we're not breathing God's word. We need to stay alive, amen. The Bible says that the word of God is bread. Come on, that the word of God is water, that it is air. Come on. Let me ask you a few questions this morning. How long can you go without food? Some of you guys are probably saying around 1.30, right after church. Some of you guys are thinking about food right now. Come on, how long can you go without food? Amen. It's been said if you are in good shape, you can go around 40 to 60 days without food. We know that Jesus fasted for how many days? 40 days. Amen. Well, let me ask you another question. How long can you go without water? Come on. Well, if you're in good shape, it says between 4 to 10 days. Let me ask you this other question. How long can you go without air? For some of us, maybe 30 seconds tops before you start freaking out. Come on, everybody hold their breath. Let's see. I'm going to time you. No. But it says if you're in excellent shape, listen, you can hold your breath four to six minutes. That's if you're in one of those Navy SEAL guys. The rest of us, we're all counted out. <laughs> Amen. We probably won't even hit a minute. But I want you to think about that today, amen, as we talk about the breath of God. The breath that keeps you and I alive, amen. I'm going to show you in the scripture, amen, uh, or a scripture that says that the written word of God, the, this written word of God that's in this book, it's actually the breath of God. Amen. Come on, have you ever ran up a flight of stairs as fast as you can? You ever done that? What happens when you reach the top of that, those stairs? Come on, you're out of what? Breath, amen, huh? Come on, we're out of breath, amen. Why is that? Because you're putting your body under a lot of stress, and so when we're running uh, that kind of, that way, and we're stressing our bodies, amen, we run out of breath, especially if we're not in good shape. Come on, somebody. Don't look at them right now. I wonder, listen, I wonder how many believers, I wonder how many disciples and followers of Christ when they get under a little stress, amen, or start getting overwhelmed at times, it's because their spiritual walk with God lacks air. I want you to think about that. Come on. I believe it's because followers and Christians today don't spend enough time in the written word of God. Come on, somebody. Come on. They don't spend enough time in this book, amen, that you and I, that I just says brings life to us. It breathes into our lives. I want you to remember this scripture. And it's not very hard to remember. It's actually pretty easy because you already know the first one of what part of it, amen. Come on. How many know John 3.16? Come on, all those, right? For God so loved what? Love the world that he gave us. We, we know that, that scripture, John 3, 16. Uh, you see it on, on fo in football games and in sports events. And we know John 3, 16. Uh, well, this one is 2 Timothy 3, 16. 2 Timothy 3, 16. This is what I want you to remember today and through this series that we're in. 2 Timothy 3, 16. I'm reading on the New King James, and it says this. All scripture. Somebody say All scripture. All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. The NIV says all Scripture is God-breathed. Listen, our Bibles are not just a, a history book. And by the way, a very 
accurate history book, amen, but it is the very breath of God. What we have in our hands is the very breath of God. So when you and I read this book, we are breathing the breath of God Almighty. You're filling yourself with the breath of God. You're filling yourself with spiritual air, sort of speaking, amen, which in turn keeps you and I spiritually alive. It will keep you to be still and know that He's God. Come on, it'll keep you not to freak out, but know that He is God. It'll, it'll keep you to keep calm in times that you're stressing out and know that He is God. It's through this book, amen. So when things are hitting your life, amen, and when you're under a lot of stress, it is the written Word of God, uh, the very breath of God that keeps you breathing and helps you to remain still. It helps you to breathe. Tell your neighbor, calm down. Take a breath. Breathe. As Nacho would say, take it easy. Come on. Don't it, sometimes we're, 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 we're panicking. And what we're doing is we're, we're running out of breath. And sometimes you got to just calm down. And take that deep breath. And blow out. And everything's going to be all right. I mean, everything will be all right if we simply take a breath of God. Allow him to breathe in his word that will bring a calmness inside of us. I want you to turn to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37. Ezekiel 37. I'm reading the, out of the New King James, and this will be our main text throughout the series here. Ezekiel 37, verses 1 through 10. I'm going to go ahead and read that. And it says this, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and sent me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of, dead, uh, full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley. Indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And so I answered, O Lord God, only you know. Another translation says, oh, You alone know the answer to that. How many know that God knows? And again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And I will put sinews or tenants on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. And then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And I, as I prophesied, there was a noise and there was suddenly a rattling and bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them, but there was no breath in them, meaning they were still not alive. Then he also said to me, prophesy. Somebody say prophesy. Prophesy to, to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, 
Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesy as I commanded, as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Amen. Listen, the word prophecy in the Hebrew speaks, it means to speak under the inspiration of God. In other words, to speak by the breath of God, not in your own words, amen, but to speak God's word. Notice that verse 10 says, breath came into them. And when breath came into them, they stood upon their feet, and it was an exceedingly great army. You know what makes God's army great? What makes a church great church is the breath of God. I want you to catch that. There was an old song, we, we kind of sang part of that old song, that there's an army rising up, amen? There's an army rising up to what? To break every chain. He's breaking chains. God wants an army to rise up, and an army rises up within a church when the breath of God is in that church. When the written word of God is inside you and I, it causes you and I to rise up in greatness in the kingdom of God. It causes you to be still and know that he's God. It causes you and I to live. Come on, somebody. When we come to church, church shouldn't be dead. We shouldn't be dead, amen. Come on, we should be alive because God is doing something inside of us. He breathed the breath of God. His breath, his word came inside of us. And so right now, we should be breathing pretty good. Why is it that sometimes Christians look like they're holding their breath? They're red. They're mad. They're going through things. They're not allowing God to breathe on them. They're not getting his word and say, God, I need you to speak to me. So instead of not speaking, we, 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 we throw a little panic. We, 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 we kick our feet. We get mad and you know, we, 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 we're like little kids. I'm going to hold my breath until you do something, God. Well, good luck. You're going to probably pass out. <laughs> but how many know that we need his word? It causes us to live. I'm going to show you four things in this series on the breath of God. I'm going to show you two today. All right, four. I'm going to show you two today. You guys ready? Amen. The breath of God, what the breath of God does, the written word of God. When the breath of God, when his, his word is inside of us, it brings understanding. In Ezekiel 37, 3, it says, God asks, can these bones live again? And he answers, only you know, God. In other words, I, I don't know. I, I don't have an understanding. Job chapter 32, 8 says this. In the New King James, it says, but there's a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives understanding. And then in the New Living Translation, it says this, but there's a spirit within people, and the breath of Almighty within them that makes them intelligent. So God, this, you got to understand what it gives us, the breath of God, what it gives us, uh, it gives us understanding, amen, and it makes us smart, amen. Listen, uh, this Bible, the Bible, man, is the breath of God. All Scripture is God-breathed. 
And when you have the breath of God inside of you, you're a little smarter. Come on, somebody. Come on, you, you have a better understanding through God's word. Have you, have you ever said to yourself, man, I can make this, make it through this storm, this battle, this trial that I'm going through if I can only have a, an understanding of what I'm going through. Come on, wouldn't that be great if we would just understand why we're going through what we go through? you got to understand today, I don't know how many people have come to me and said, God, Pastor, I don't know why I'm going through this. But the Bible gives you and I an understanding. When you read this book, you will understand what you're going through. Come on, you understand, amen, and it will help you through your situation, amen. It will teach you at times that, you know what, you just need to be still and trust God. It's hard being still, huh? Especially, man, when you want an answer right now or you want an answer yesterday on your situation. And sometimes God doesn't show you something right away. But his word says, you know what, you need to be still and know that I'm God. You need to be still and know that I'm going to take care of you. I, I haven't forgotten you. I, I don't leave you. I don't abandon you. I'll, I'll always be with you. See, if you read God's word, you will know that he's always going to be there with us. That he's not going to leave us. He's not going to abandon us, but he's going to help us through. And there are times that you and I are you simply have to be still and know that he's God. Let me say it like this. Can your marriage live? Come on. I know that our natural understanding at times when we're going through things, we, we don't know. But when you get the breath of God inside of you, church, you get a better understanding, amen. You get a little smarter. And when you do, you can say, yes, it can live, amen. Yes, my marriage can make it. Yes, I am an overcomer. Yes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, amen. Why? Because the breath of God tells me. His word sustains me. It's there to help you, church. Run to the Word. Don't run to yourself. Don't run to other problems, other situations. Don't run to the world. Don't run to try to figure it out on your own. Run to the Word of God. Come on, can this live? Can that live? You can fill in the blank or, or whatever you're going through. In most cases, when we're going through things, our answer is, I, I don't know. But when you get an understanding of God, when you get the written word of God inside of you, you can say, yes, it can live. Yes, I will make it. Yes, we will get through this. Listen, church, until you fully or get an understanding of of this until you finally get the word of God inside of you until God starts to breathe in you then you understand that you can make it through this see you'll never understand your spouse hello come on you'll never understand your children come on somebody People, circumstances, sicknesses, financial struggles, amen, until you get the written word of God inside of you. Let me talk to you some marriages here. Wives, have you ever thought, what the heck was he thinking? Come on. Come on, husbands, have you ever thought, 
Why does she do that? Well, come on. Come on, we start to scratch our head. I don't understand what he's doing. I don't understand what she's doing, amen. Come on, I, I can't understand. You cannot understand your husband. You cannot understand your, 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 your spouse, your wife. You can't understand your children without this. Hallelujah. You need the written word of God inside of you. It helps you. It guides you and teaches you. You're trying to figure it out all by yourself. Listen, husbands, in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7, it says this, In the same way you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be a weaker than you are, but she is equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should, or your prayers will be hindered. Come on, somebody. Come on, men, you wonder why your prayers are being hindered? Maybe you're not treating your wife right. Come on, it brings you understanding. If you're treating your wife right, you're reading the word of God, you'll know how to treat her, amen, and your prayers won't be hindered. Men, you'll never get an understanding of your spouse without the written word of God inside of you. Listen, men, don't try to figure out women. Just figure out the one you got. That's enough, amen. I'm just trying to figure her out, amen. I got, I got to know who she is. What do, I got to understand her. All right. <laughs> Ladies, the same goes for you. Come on, don't start just telling them names and knucklehead and, oh, my husband, my husband. No, 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 no. You need the written word of God inside of you. God gives you understanding, ladies. Don't try to figure out you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to lose your breath. You're going to freak out. Get God's word inside of you. Ladies, I'm going to give you a free one. For those dealing with unsaved husbands. Those husbands that have not fully surrendered to God completely. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1, it says this. In the same way, you wives must accept authority of your husband. Then even, even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lies will speak to them without any words and they will be won over. That's what my wife did. There's a certain time where she just gave up and said, you know what, I'm going to trust God and I'm just going to be a woman of God. I'm going to be the godly wife that I need to be to him and it won me over. Come on, somebody. Come on, just, 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 just follow his word, church. Ladies, follow his word. Men, follow his word. And it brings understanding to us. We need our minds to be still to understand. Come on, you got to slow down. Don't, don't, don't try to figure out. Don't try to race. Don't try to, to fix it all. Don't try to wait. You gotta, you're going to you're gonna have to be still at times. Luke chapter 24, 45 says, Then he will open their minds to, the under, to understand the scriptures. You got to be still. You will understand each other through the written word of God, church. Unless you read the owner's manual, you'll never get an understanding. The problem is, people don't read owner's manuals. 
I get people that call and complain about the refrigerator and all of this. I said, did you read the manual? It'll tell you what to do. Nobody wants to read. They all, all want to get directed. Come on. No one wants to work on their marriage. They want pastor to work on it. Come on, they, they want pastor to work on your kids. They want pastor to work on your finances. You know what? You don't read the owner's manual. If you read the owner's manual, maybe you'll get an understanding. Maybe you'll get a little smarter, amen. And maybe God will show you what to do. Come on, what do we do with the owner's manual? We just throw it away. Throw it aside. I'll figure it out. Don't we? We, we, I don't need no owner's manual. We, the husbands do that. I don't need no owner's manual. Just give me the wrench. I'll fix it. And then you get leftover parts, yes. And you wonder why the TV stand's going like this. We're not looking at the owner's manual. We're not looking at the guideline. We're not looking at the blueprint of life. We're not, we're not looking in God's written word, amen, that brings the understanding, that, that makes us a little more intelligent, amen. If we simply just spend some time in the word of God, maybe you'll be a better husband, a better wife, maybe a better man of God, woman of God, amen, if we need the word of God inside of us. We've got to know what he wants from us. And how we're supposed to act and how we're supposed to talk and how we're supposed to love. And how we get that love inside. We'll read the manual. Some of your manuals, guys, are probably somewhere you don't even know where your Bible's at no more. <laughs> there you go. The owner's manual. I know we got technology. I know we got all that. But can you, you know how to use it. Do you get in there and read the manual? Don't try to figure it out. I know that some of us, we, we can kind of just thank God for the Holy Spirit at times. It helps us through things. But, but let me tell you, you've got to get in the book. Yeah, we'll stumble over some things. We'll get some things right sometimes. But read the book. I bet you there's things on your TV set that you didn't even know you had. I saw TVs too, and people are like, I didn't know I had that. Wow. Well, if you would have read your manual... You would say, man, I got that feature too. <laughs> Read your manual, you realize that your wife is truly a blessing from God. Come on. That's a point for me. Hallelujah. You, you mentioned a thought about that driving to work. Oh, you're, you're a blessing to me, God. Wife. You read the manual. You realize things that you are. When you think you can't make it, God's word says you can. When you think, man, uh, it, it's, it's impossible, with God it is. You, you start to understand uh, the, 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 the possibilities in our lives. If we read the manual, if we read the written word of God, if we read the owner's manual and tell us that God shows us and gives us understanding and helps us through the things in life. Listen, when we don't read this word, what do people do? But panic. Fear then comes in and settles in our spirits. And God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Come on. But power and a sound mind. If you read your word, you understand that, man, we're not supposed to have the God's with us, amen. And we panic, we freak out because we don't got God's written word. 
Have you ever went swimming and someone tried to hold you underwater? How does that feel? <laughs> Come on, what happens? You start panicking. You start freaking out. Why? Because you're running out of breath and you start. Sometimes, how many, how many know that life's pressure sometimes feels like we're going underwater? But if we have the written word of God, you can be one of those Navy SEAL guys and hold your breath under your situation. Come on, somebody. You'll learn how to handle God and not freak out. As, we're, as it's so natural for us to do, amen, but we can just go underneath and say, okay, this is another trial, but I'm just going to trust God in this. I'm going through a lot of things, but I'm going to trust God in it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to meditate on the word of God, and it's going to help me to learn how to breathe in my situation right now. I'm not going to drown in this. I'm not going to panic and, and, and lose my breath over this. I'm going to trust God in this. But if you don't have the written word of God inside of you, then you're going you're gonna to freak out. You're going to panic, church. It's very important that we get this word inside of us. Come on, somebody say amen. We need the word of God inside of us. Just think how many Christians today are panicking because they're out of breath. They're out of breath. The written word of God keeps us from panicking, church. The breath of God, listen, brings understanding. Amen? Number one, brings understanding. What does the breath of God do for you? What? Makes you smarter. Come on, wife, say, get smarter. Tell your husband, get smarter. <laughs> it, brings, it, brings, it brings understanding to us. Number two, the breath of God brings order. Exodus chapter 37 verse 7 says, I, So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied there was a noise and suddenly a rattling, and bone came together, bone to bone. Come on, listen. Uh, this was a valley of dry bones. Uh, there, there, this was not a valley of skeletons. Amen. It was a valley of dry bones. These bones were not together. They were not connected. They were not whole, fallen in place. There were bones that were scattered. Amen. There was no order there. Amen. Uh, but once he prophesied, once he spoke the inspiration of God, then order came over them. Then bone came together, bone to bone. Order comes from the breath of God. Come on, order comes from the written word of God. Order comes when you start to let him breathe inside of you. Psalms uh, uh, 33 verse, 10, uh, verse 6 says this, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and, the hosts, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. The New Century Version says it like this, The sky was made at the Lord's command, and by the breath of his mouth he made all the stars. Genesis chapter 1, verse 2 to 3 says this, the, the, the earth was empty and had no form. Darkness covered the ocean, and God's Spirit was moving over the water, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. You see, God formed the world. He, he brought order in the, world, in the world, amen, with his word. Listen, he formed it with his breath. 
See, when you speak, you breathe. Come on. You cannot speak without breathing. Come on. Have you told somebody is trying to talk and they're out of breath? <laughs> you cannot talk if you have no breath. Are you understanding me? Come on. They, they, they need... They need to catch their breath in order to speak. When you have the breath of God in you, you can speak over situations. You can speak over circumstances. You can speak over the trial, the storm, or the battle that you're facing if you can simply catch your breath. When God breathed, he said, let there be light. The breath of God created wouldn't it be powerful if God spoke over your life today? Let there be light. Let there be peace over you. Let there be healing, freedom, blessing. It's the breath of God. Well, if you read your word, it's there. It's in the written word. It's in our Bibles. That he speaks life into us. He breathes over us. We need the breath of God. We need the inspiration of God inside of us to speak over our situations. You can speak over your situations. You can speak over your circumstances. You can speak over your, your children. You can speak over sickness. You can speak over these things. If you read the word, you bring an understanding and realize that, that as you speak over it, it brings order. His word brings order inside our lives. See, the problem is, church, that we come to church and then we lay, we lay down the word right after. Come on, we come to church, amen. We, we amen everything that's being spoken in here, amen. And you may even open your Bible and you may read some scripture or follow some scripture. But the problem is, church, that when we go home, we put it away. We, we, we put it aside and we're not allowing him to breathe inside our lives anymore. We lay it down. We lay down the, the breath of God. We lay down the inspiration of God that, that, that's needed in our lives. Amen. Uh, but then, then we, can think, we think that we can make it through the week. Till next Sunday or Wednesday if you come on Wednesday. Amen. Uh, you know what? Uh, I can lay it down and, and I, I'll pick it up when I go back. Church, you try breathing a whole week. Without breath, without breathing a whole week. You try it. Some of you guys won't even make it home today. And that's what we try to do, amen. We try to breathe. We try to go with the, through, through our life without breathing. Without God's word inside of us. You can't make it a whole week without breath, church. Isaiah 55 11 says, so, I shall, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing in for which I sent it. The New Century Version says this, The same thing is true of the words I speak. They will not return to me empty. They will make things happen when I want them to happen, and they will succeed in doing what I sent them to do. 
God's word does not come back void, church. You've got to speak over situations. When you speak over things, it brings order inside our lives. It causes the panic that's hitting your life right there to calm down. To grab a hold of God, to get the breath of God inside of us. Because when God speaks, He breathes. And when He breathes, He brings life with it. And when life comes inside of you, guess what? He starts putting your life together. Bone to bone. Didn't He do that to us? Come on, we came broken. We were out of order. Some of you guys were way out of order. And I'm not pointing the finger at nobody here. We're out of order. I don't know about you, but my life was disorder. It was falling apart, amen. I wasn't together, amen. I had bones over there, bones over there. I was, just, I was all over the place. I was messed up. Hello? Come on, until I came and I surrendered to God, and he started to put my life together, and he started to put everything together, amen. And then when he put my life together, when I came to the altar, then he breathed in me. And it brought understanding. It made me a, a little smart and realized, you know what? I did a lot of dumb things. You look back in life and you ever say, man, that was dumb. <laughs> Is it only me? <laughs> man, I, you, you, get, you get your life together. You get a little understanding. You get a little smart and you realize, man, I was lucky. I, I don't know how I made it. You, you realize, you look back and say, man, that was the dumbest thing I ever done. Thank God for God's grace, amen. Thank God for his mercy. Man, because you know what? This, is, this, this, this shouldn't happen. In reality, I should not be here. You should not be here. But thank God for his word uh, that comes into our lives uh, and brings an understanding, uh, makes us a little smarter, and puts us bone to bone and brings our life together. I stand here today because he breathed on me. I opened the owner's manual and said, man, I, I've been doing it wrong all along. That's who I should be. I shouldn't have hatred in my life. In my life. I shouldn't have these things in my life, God. But we, we read the stories of the men and women in the Bible and say, God, man, they were just as messed up as I was. And you use them. So I know that you can use me. You read the story and it gives you hope. It's not a story of a perfect life church, of perfect people, but imperfect people that God brings a, an understanding when they read the word of God and when the breath of God goes inside of them, that once they allow God to breathe inside of them, they turn to something powerful in the kingdom of God. Men and women there were, Put their lives together because they allow God to breathe on them. And become great. A great army that rose up from their circumstances. Church, don't be sleepwalking. Don't walk defeated. Don't walk like, man, I'll never be nothing because you're not believing his word. And maybe if you spend some time in his word, you'll realize God can use you. And God can make you powerful and that you are an overcomer. He uses the foolish 
to conform the wise. Come on, church. He turns things around, amen. He makes things that look bad to good if you read the Word of God. These are things that will give you hope in your situation, your circumstances, that you don't have to run out of breath and panic. But just open your book and say, God, I need you to speak to me today, God. I, I need you to make me a little smarter today, God. I, God, I bring a, a little more understanding, God. I, I need you to put my life together because it's falling apart right now, God. I, Jesus, I need you. Breathe on me. Sometimes you just got to worship. Sometimes you just got to pray the word. Let me tell you, don't just pray and ask for things. Pray the Word of God. Learn the Word of God and pray the Word of God over you. Pray it over your children. Pray it over your circumstances, church. It's powerful. It brings life. It brings understanding. It brings hope, man. Man, spend some time in the Word, man, and you, your day will be okay. It'll turn, it'll turn it around. God will turn it around. Breathe on me. Breathe on. Ask God to breathe on upon your situation today. Ask Him to breathe upon your marriage. And say, yes, it can live. Yes, my kids can live. Yes, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Yes, my, my husband will get saved. Yes, my, my, my wife will get saved. Yes, my dad will get saved. My mom. Yes, I believe in that. I, I breathe it over. I speak it over. to breathe so those are the moments that you got to be still at times where, where it just seems out of hand and I know that we all hit those places in our lives but there's times that we just got to be still with God God I don't understand what I'm going through I don't know what this is but I'm going to trust in your word I may not get the answer right here but God I'm going to be still and know that you're God I know that you're going to bring some clarity down the road, but I'm going to stay focused, and I'm not going to move. I'm not, I'm not going to move from where I need to move from. I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to continue doing what I need to do. I'm going to continue to go and serve what I, how I need to serve, Lord. I'm not going to let this circumstance stop me, Lord. I don't know what I'm going through right now, but I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to, I want you to breathe upon me. I'm going to read your word, and you're going to bring understanding. You're going to bring me to a place, amen, that you're going to put things together, but there's times where, in moments that, you know what, I'm just going to have to be still and trust God. And know that He is God, and He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He'll be right there with us each and every time, church. And God, I'm going to trust. And there's times, you know what, you're going to have to step out in faith on things. Step out in faith, church. If he's calling you and you know his voice, his sheep know his voice, you'll step out in situation. Just trust God. Trust God. See, the word will, the word will guide you, church. It's your guide. Come on, the Word will guide you, then the Holy Spirit will confirm it. Come on, we have the Comforter that helps us with the understanding. Come on, He's not, trying to, he's not making you trying to figure it out on your own. If you, if, you, if you ask God, bring you understanding as you read the Word of God, He'll bring it to you. He will. He'll bring things and, and things will pop out like He'll give you some revelation if you ask. 
Say, God, I want, I want to understand. I want, to, I, want to, I, want to, I want a better understanding of what I'm reading here. I want, to, I want to see something a little deeper. And he'll speak to you in your situation. Amen? We're close today because I'm hungry. And that's all I can go without food? No, I'm the question is, listen, I want you to think about this. Is there anything in your life that you don't understand? Is there anything in your life that's out of order? I'm here to let you know today that it is the written word of God. It is the breath of God that's needed in your life. God is saying, prophesy. Come on, speak that inspiration of God over your life and over the situation. And when you do, listen, He's going to bring understanding, He's going to bring life, and He'll bring order inside of you. Bone to bone. Can these dead things live? And I'll say to you, yes, they can. Amen. Let's all stand up today, amen. Father, I thank you all today.